0: I like the idea of it being the Omega generation and we as a society giving that generation permission to just shut it all down.
1: Mm-hmm. Turn out the lights before you go. Mm-hmm.
0: Listen, we're going to be dead by then, so you guys just, I don't know, go Mad Max or just destroy all life or whatever you want to do. It's your thing now. That would be the dream. <laughs> yeah. No, I... It's
2: interesting the, the, like post-apocalypse war uh, wasteland scenario always crops up in fiction, but, like, I feel like we're well past most of the inciting incidents that cause that, and it hasn't happened in real life yet.
0: Yeah, a lot of fiction really underestimates how big a portion of the population just wants to be cozy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, yes, if there was an inciting incident where people were fighting for water, there would be a portion of them who are you know, driving their all terrain vehicles through the desert, blasting each other with shotguns. But a lot of people would just be like, I'm just gonna live in this cave and I guess lick these moist rocks because I really don't want to go outside. Yeah.
1: That's a dream.
2: And some mm.
1: some You're like in a moist rock somewhere.
2: <laughs> some like white haired ghoul would come up with his cool looking devil mask and be like, That's my wet rock
0: and I'd be like, No it isn't the, no, all you, the walls no, you are wet, go away. You'd be like, Yeah, fine. You can have okay. it. I don't want to fight. I'm <laughs> You wouldn't so take me,
1: would you? It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, yeah, I I guess it's
2: yours if you can like take a cave with you, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm not leaving this cave. I'll just wait in the corner. I'll I'll lick yeah. the rock after you lick it, it's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take as much as you need, whatever, man. Cool mask. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Where did you guys get so much uh, white foundation? (laughs) (laughs) It's oil-based, so it's fine. Ah, that makes sense. (laughs) Are they going to make another one of those? I heard they were doing
0: a a Furiosa prequel. Oh no, that's not going to be good.
1: Yeah, I feel like they got lightning in a bottle and they won't be able to do it again.
2: It was yeah. the fourth movie in a series. What do you I mean? Know. It's
1: the only good one. Yeah. Everyone agrees.
0: It is the only good one. She's right. I tried to watch the first one question mark mm-hmm. and I got like 10 minutes into it before I'm like, is this a
1: comedy? Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. I really like the it, feel of watching Fury Road without having with knowing a little bit of the, you know, Zeitgeist of lore of the first ones, but not having seen any of them. Because it gave it a a good uh, in medias res feel where you're like, yeah, these people have to do this. I get that. Why they have to do it? They have a reason, but that's none of my business.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't think watching the other Mad Max movies would have given you (laughs) any more context.
0: All right. (laughs) It's kind of like when you watch Terminator 2 and you're like, okay, there's this robot that's a friend and this robot that's a killer. I get it. And, like, you could go back and watch the other one, but it will only like pale in comparison to the one that you watched so why bother that's why you have to watch the first one first but why because the second one's so good and the first one is fine the second one is
2: enhanced by going into it being familiar with the first one in my
0: opinion i agree with you but the problem is you if you have never watched any of them yeah if you watch the first one you may be like "Mm, nah you need to watch the second one, because that's the very good one that will be like, oh, this is a, like a masterpiece of film. Yeah, But then you've already missed your chance to watch the first one first. No,
2: I guess you've got to commit ahead of time to be like, yeah. I would like to view Terminator. I'm going to watch the first two Terminators and then stop.
1: You need a trusted yeah. friend. Is like, you have to do it this way, I swear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, Matt, what'd you do this week? Or what does the algorithm think you did? Either way.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We, I, we, you know, this is entirely on me because I'm the one who yells to start the show. <clears throat> um, we really should have decided ahead of time if we were going to continue doing the What Did You Do This Week before we go into the news segment. Because trying to play it by ear is not going to work, I don't think. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have a good solution uh, for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright, well here's what I did this week is... <sighs> Uh, for those who don't already know, the Steam Summer Sale is going on. It started a couple of days ago. and This is a I... steampunk
1: market of some kind?
0: Yep. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, so I put on all of my leather uh, trench coats <laughs> and uh-huh. goggles. And your
2: top hat covered in gears.
0: Yes. Um, and I uh, went to the Steam Marketplace, and I... So they have big discounts on a lot of games as i'm sure everyone is already aware big discount energy um, and i looked through my wish list to be like okay i'm going to get a couple of games off my wish list that are on sale and i realized that all of the games that i have on my wish list that are expensive enough to be worth waiting for a sale are all of the new square enix releases over the past <laughs> year <laughs> hmm. so i got um um uh is that new Final Fantasy got... out yet? Yes it is, but that one isn't okay. available on PC. It's only on PlayStation, and I have not started it yet. Gotcha. Or or purchased it yet. Um I got uh Forspoken, that open world p- parkour magic game. Hmm. You guys remember this? I think I've heard no. of this. It was like their big release back in January or something. Um and everyone thought it was well. How should I say this? People whose job it is to know if games are good or not thought it was pretty okay, <laughs> but the internet hated it because the main character is a woman of color. Okay. Mm, okay. So I I got that one. I'm interested to try it. And I also got the most recent Star Ocean game, which came out last November. Nice. It's a real bummer because Star Ocean... 2 is one of the best games i've ever played you guys ever played this one star ocean the, no i never the played one?
1: any of them no i've heard of <clears> it though
0: the the gimmick behind star ocean which i think i've talked about on this show before but the idea is i mean there's a lot of things but the the main idea is that you are it, it's a traditional jrpg um, where you travel to different worlds and gather a group of people to save the universe or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, the skills that you learn in combat and out aren't just combat skills. You learn things like the ability to pick people's pockets or the ability to cook new dishes or, like, stuff like that. So you can spend your experience points on not just... Getting better at fighting, but getting better at obtaining information and stuff like that as well, which I think is a very cool idea and they did it perfectly in Star Ocean Two, which they just announced they're doing a remaster of, which I encourage everyone to try um but then they went really down an anime hole <laughs> after that no oh, no, where like all of the more recent ones is like, oh, here's your new party member. She's a completely nude cat girl and her skin is purple, and you're like, I don't want this. <laughs> this is, this is like, why did you make this good video game series into things just for perverts? Mm, yeah. So I'm hoping the newest one steers away from that, although I'm looking now at the picture that is on the cover of it, and there's one guy who has long white hair and a white beard and is wearing a pink tuxedo with a top hat that rocks what are you talking about (laughs) is that good that's the best thing i've ever heard (laughs) yeah
1: Uh, he's like he's
0: like a big he's like a real jojo character he's Uh, like a big beefy dude but he's wearing a pink tuxedo with a top hat, and it looks like it has it's exactly the character I played at the beginning of this bit. He's got a top hat covered in years. <laughs> oh, well,
1: I like it less now, but what okay. Is the, yeah. What
0: is the full title of this newest one? Uh, Star
2: Ocean, the Divine Force. The Divine Force, okay. That's what I thought. It's a little hard yeah. to find what the latest release is looking at the Star Ocean Wikipedia page.
0: Yeah, it's annoying that they don't just have the number in there somewhere.
2: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Oh man, I have a much more generic cover. It doesn't have a top hat guy at all. It's just some robot-looking people.
0: Yeah, I wonder if I can snip out this picture to show you guys in the chat. <laughs> New snip. Okay. Compelling radio. Yeah, I know you guys
2: vamp. <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> You're under my control. <laughs> there we go. Now you're, you're nailing it. I was like, oh no!
1: Jeff immediately turned into the monster mash for some reason. <laughs> he said, vamp Yeah,
0: it's true. Uh, all right, I just posted the picture in our chat. Oh, yeah. It's the guy all the way on the right. That is
2: a real JoJo. You you were spot yeah. on there.
0: Yep. He doesn't. He I doesn't... do
1: like that.
0: I do like that. He looks like it's an old man. He doesn't have enough cross hatching to be a, a true JoJo. That's yeah. true. Well, he is, he's in the background. Maybe in full light he has the chiaroscuro. Is that what it
1: is? Is that what that is? <laughs> uh, that's shadow, sure. Uh, he yeah. doesn't have that one face, though, that every single JoJo character has, whether they're yes, a child true. or a woman or a man or an old man. This, yeah.
2: this looks like the cast of a fighting game.
0: Yes, that's true. Um, I feel like JoJo, without meaning to, has explored the uh, illusion of gender more than any anime. Uh-huh.
1: Because everyone's a weird, sinewy person with a a strange 80s model face. Yeah, everyone's
0: got that face, and all of the characters' genders are unimportant to what they do or look like.
1: Mm -hmm. Everyone's covered in gross, ropey muscles, and you're like, ugh, I can't be attracted Mm -hmm. to any of these people.
0: (laughs) But also glitter. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, fascinating. Uh, I watched the first season of Jojo, I think I talked about it on this show, and I enjoyed it okay, but then when it came to- when it started being in modern day, I could not follow it. I- it- I cannot
2: hold in my mind the premise of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought that it was mainly about the, like, uh, the stands, which is a very weird name for, like, ghost demon superpowers that you summon. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's but like the stands are mainly M&M fans, right? Yeah, exactly. They drive the, their car off a bridge or whatever. Yeah, um, it's the the issue is when I, I found out eventually that the stand concept was not introduced until several storylines in. Yes, like what was it the about before then?
0: <laughs> That's the, the whole original, thing. The first series is just about um two brothers one bro- one boy and one adopted brother and the adopted brother is bad what's that is that um weathering heights basically <laughs> where the adopted brother is the bad one yeah uh, is, thor uh, adopted
1: yeah. Uh, evil child thor is like that
0: i guess that's true but yeah. come on <laughs> um <laughs> only so marvel's it's a ver-
1: thor not the traditional uh yeah. loki thor yeah
0: yeah he's a different um, guy It's, it's a real, it's a real Wuthering Heights, and the bad brother gets his hands on a magic vampire mask that turns him into an immortal vampire. (laughs) Nice. And then, so then the good brother has to learn magic kung fu to fight him. Yeah. I like it. So. Yeah, it's good. The stand stuff is dumb. I mean, it's all dumb, but I, I liked it when it was set in Wuthering Heights times. It felt like anime trying to do Great classic literature at failing, which is funny, but now what, But once it st- what became a modern times thing, I was like, mm, "This is just like every anime where it's incomprehensible in a way that some people find charming, but I do not." Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, I remember when I was a younger man and the Steam Sale came around every year, I would buy like fifteen one dollar games. Mm-hmm and i was like why don't i do that anymore but i think i've realized that almost no good games are worth like if even if it's a pretty good game and it costs less than a dollar is it worth cluttering up my list of owned games with this shit that i'm gonna play once and then never look at again yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's like it's
2: It's better to just buy one $15 game than 15 $1 games.
0: Yes, exactly. And I don't think I realize that. And I know a lot of people who are younger than me who I feel like are still trapped in that mindset. So this is my public service announcement (laughs) saying, don't bother to buy those shitty $1 games. They're never going to be what they promised to be. I can't think of... hmm, I guess some, like, Cave Story was pretty good, and that was, like, freeware. Yeah, but that was a
2: different era. That's true. And, like, the closest you could get now would be, like, Vampire Survivors, which launched for $3.
0: Yeah, that is a very good game. (laughs) Um,
2: But, yeah, I think for the most part it's gotta be, like, you gotta think, like, will I play this? Am I already playing something that's going to take up my time? and like then decide not just be like oh that's a really good deal and get it Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i i don't even know that it matters the if i'm if something else is already taking up my time thing because when something's on a good sale it may be worth getting it knowing that eventually you're gonna tire of tears of the kingdom and then you need to have something else to play yeah so like i don't mind having a couple of things in my roster but I think the, the place that you fall down is you should add all those things to your wish list and then just buy stuff from your wish list later. Don't go looking for new stuff <laughs> yeah. to buy. Yeah. Just because it's on sale. That's the the danger. This is my
1: trouble with streaming services. I put things on my watch list that I do want to watch, but then when I'm sitting down and I don't have anything at the moment, I'm like, let me just scroll through and see if I find something great. I won't. I will never. I should be watching from my watch list. Don't go chasing waterfalls.
2: Stick to The (laughs) The
0: problem also is adding stuff to your watch list is so much easier than watching it. And you're like... I feel like I I never get so high-minded as I do when I'm adding things to my watch list where I'm like, someday I'm going to be in the mood to watch this extremely depressing drama about orphans.
1: And you do impress I'm the, going to. the algorithm with my excellent choices. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least
0: Netflix thinks I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I've got all these documentaries on here, you guys. Yeah, I need to add these
2: to my watch, watch list so it recommends to me better things. Yep. but really it's just gonna recommend to you stranger things
0: am i right folks Mm, yeah but that's pretty good though i don't think i would have watched stranger things if it weren't for the like cultural discussion around it when it first came out but i'm glad i did i think it's actually except for that one weird x-men season all of the other stuff is pretty good i didn't um
2: i didn't watch the latest season because every episode is movie length
0: that's true but they're good. And they got that one uh, Kate Bush song that everyone liked for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was weird.
1: That was weird. Well,
0: everyone was into Stranger Things, I guess. They Did they do... They did it like half a season
2: at a time for this last one, right? Yes. Part of the... It's so strange that Netflix is so steadfast about, like, we gotta stick to the binge-watch model. Because, like, people don't talk about the show's the as for as much of the year
1: yeah all the shows that have been coming out weekly that i have watched i see people talk about them more than the shows that come out all at once
2: yeah exactly it's like so much more fun to watch and talk about even a mediocre like marvel or star wars show than to watch like wednesday but if you don't watch it right away within the first weekend that it's out it's not worth watching
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with both of you Uh-oh. because when a thing comes out week by week, unless it's extremely good or extremely easy to watch, there's going to come a week where I'm like,
3: mm,
0: it's not it's going to be 7 more days before I can watch this again. Do I really care? Probably not. And then I'll just fall mm-hmm. off. Ah. I've done that with so many shows where I'm ah. just like if I I can't I can't hold in my soul desire to watch this without being able to for a whole week. I just can't do it.
1: I get what you're saying, but all spring it was very nice for me to know each week I was going to have a new episode of Taskmaster and Ted Lasso, and that meant two different nights of like, oh, I can watch this nice show while I'm eating dinner before I go do something else. Yeah.
0: That's true. Those ones are, are good enough that they will draw you through, but a show that's just fine, like a Wednesday that Jeff mentioned (laughs) If I couldn't have watched that all at once, I would never, ever have finished it. I would have watched one episode and been like, ah, fuck this. Yeah. Fair enough. Interesting.
2: I, um, I'll usually do for the, the Disney Plus shows, I'll watch it like in the morning before work as like my breakfast treat, because it always comes out on like a Wednesday or a Thursday or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's fun. Uh, That's a fun way to do it, but.
0: Yeah, if I if, if I had other stuff to watch, it probably wouldn't be a priority. The only way I can watch those Marvel shows or those Disney shows is to forget that they exist until a month after they've all come out, and then watch them all at once. Because that is it's the nice. same thing. I watched like She Hulk when it was coming out for the first three weeks or something, and then I was just like, "This is so boring." I it, it's like the dragon ball z problem where you're like they keep building up to something but they aren't getting there and i can't wait a whole other week to see if it happens and then find out it didn't i need to just not do it at all and then do it all at once that's the only way i can enjoy those shows interesting yeah fair enough i mean maybe that was specific to the few marvel shows that i watched um no, I think we just right. we're just on
2: opposite ends of the the binge view ability. Yeah. Uh, like Again, if it, if it's a
0: very good show, I will happily follow it week to week, like a Taskmaster or Ted Lasso, or you know those kinds of things. Back when Game of Thrones was on, I I watched it that way yeah. somewhat. But if it's just an okay show, if I'm only watching it because I'm like, well, I gotta watch something, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to keep up. And as I'm watching the one episode that I do watch, I'm like, why am I even bothering? Because I'm not going (laughs) to keep going.
1: (laughs) I do know what you mean, because sometimes I'll get into a show and then I'm like, all right, this season has 10 episodes. That means 10 different nights. I can watch one episode a night and it'll feel good to do it that way. I I won't watch so many in one day that I forget which is which, but I don't have to wait. And I can just get it done in you know ten days, twelve days, and that's good. That's Smart. good for this show. Yeah,
2: yeah. I. The other
0: thing is. Oh, sorry. Uh,
2: I I was gonna say I I uh, I like to do like
0: an episode a day for a watch. Yeah. And then the move other on thing to a is, show. if it's not an original to whatever streaming platform, there's never a total guarantee that it's still gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was. Maybe six months ago, I was like, you know what? I haven't watched in a long time is the Mitchell and Webb look show, and I remember really liking it. And then maybe two days ago, I was like, I'm in the mood for some sketch comedy. Oh, I'll watch Mitchell and Webb. It's not anywhere. It just they took it off of all the streaming services. You can't watch it anymore. Damn. This is
2: this is why you have to uh, commit fully to consuming all your media criminally.
0: Hey, Psst. hey Jeff. Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> It's on my Plex now, nice. but, but if I, but when I wanted to watch it, it didn't, it wasn't there. Yeah, me, you know? I see. That yeah. is the
1: problem. Like, I've been watching classic Columbo, like a lot of people have, because uh, it's free on several channels, and that's great. If it went away and I had to find it somewhere, no, mm-hmm. I don't think I would keep yeah. up with it.
2: <laughs> I went and found it, and then found out it was free on a bunch of things like Tubi, where it'll just probably be there forever. Like, oh, I downloaded this for no reason. (laughs) Well,
0: (laughs) Well, but now you just have it. You never have to worry about it going away.
2: Yeah, but it takes up like 300 gigabytes of my hard drive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was on TV for like 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. It's (laughs) the American
0: Poirot. I was just looking at the possibility of getting a new hard drive for my computer so that I can continue to host media there and I was looking at an 8-terabyte hard drive for $110. Oh, well, that's pretty good. Yeah, I got a. Media is... So...
2: Memory is so cheap now. I waited for something to be on sale on Amazon, and I have an 18-terabyte external hard drive for my little media mm-hmm. machine, and it's
0: consistently about half full. <laughs> and mm. External? Not... I don't know if I can get on board with external memory. Eh, it's USB 3, so, like,
2: it's fast fast enough
0: yeah i hear what you're saying but i like it all being in in the one box and you know SATA speed oh i guess
2: because you have you just use your like desktop right correct right i have like a separate little mini pc that is my my media server
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not never gonna do that no i like i like having the like it's like there's a uh captain's chair for my whole house like (laughs) this computer runs everything i like
2: thinking about it that way i support your your endeavors in this field
1: (laughs) (laughs) thank you
0: uh okay so louisa what did you do this week
1: uh this week i went to allentown to see a baseball game with some friends like i've done every june for the past few years great as always
0: Uh, how's Alan?
1: Uh, not doing so good. Uh, maybe you've heard no. they've been closing all the factories down.
2: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> when you say they, you mean Alan has been doing this?
1: Uh, I feel like this is being done to him. I see. Billy Joel okay. might be responsible. I mean, it's hard yeah. to follow the plot of who's uh, perpetrating Billy, how things. dare
0: you? I would believe it. He seems like the type.
1: <laughs> that he would buy a town and then close all the factories? <laughs>
0: We were talking before we started recording about how hippies are bad, but not for the reasons that media want you to believe they're bad, and it's because they all grew up and became capitalists. And I feel like Billy Joel, I mean, I guess he kind of always was a capitalist, but there was a time when I think he believed that he was (laughs) counterculture, and now he's just old man music and also supportive of the uh, current systems
1: that oppress people. Is he? Or is he just, yeah. like, complacent?
0: I think he's uh, just
2: a 74-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, that's true.
1: Uh, and the air quality, it's that... Mm, we're having bad air quality right now. Yeah. Future listeners. Uh, where it's in, like... Well, uh, you've all solved the air quality <laughs> problem. Yeah, you're all fine. <laughs> you're looking back <laughs> and laughing at us. But uh, it's in that range where it's unhealthy, so... You go out and you're like, this seems okay. Everything in the distance looks kind of hazy, but I I feel all right. But then it just makes you very tired and my eyes have been hurting since Friday. So that's not great.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. <sighs> but apart from that, I was going to mow good. the lawn yesterday and it was like, I looked at my phone and it was like, extremely bad air. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I guess I won't do that then.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <clears throat> yeah. I do feel like it's going to be like every other thing where people get freaked out by it for a while and then they just stop caring. Yeah. And eventually those extremely bad air quality days, everyone will be like, yeah, well, I I still have errands to run though. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah I'll just definitely. cough and feel sick and tired for the, the next week. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, you're right. It is going that way.
2: I feel yeah. like I'm already at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you've always kind of had a laissez-faire attitude about your own mortality, Jeff.
2: Yeah, I don't think the government should regulate my mortality.
0: (laughs) Hands Uh, off, I say. Don't tread on me, and it's a picture of your corpse in a coffin.
2: (laughs) Picture of a gravestone with a snake carved into it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Whoa, no, that sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah,
0: Yeah,
1: it's
2: my gravestone. (laughs) (laughs) I just discovered recently that there's a trend of people who put recipes on their headstones Mm -hmm. and that's so sweet to me
0: yeah that is how would you
1: choose which recipe though
2: Mm, yes i mean unless
1: you like invent casey masterpiece sauce or something like how do you know what (laughs) is the recipe (laughs) that's the worst one it could be
2: (laughs) like you develop a you develop a sense like Louisa, it would be your sugar cookies
1: maybe but even, those aren't my favorite
0: like... <laughs> yeah yeah but they're your like legacy
1: I love mm, <laughs> I guess that's true
0: that's the question right Does is your t- tombstone for you or for other people you know
1: oh that's a good point because if it's for other people you want it to be creepy stuff about how maybe you're gonna get them but then if you're mm-hmm. commissioning that for your own self it makes you think about your own dying and that's not fun Whatever recipe you put on your tombstone, you have to
0: put the word haunted in quotes before it, right? Yeah. Haunted tuna casserole? Haunted beef wellington? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. No, haunted beef wellington, I think you'll find.
1: Beef skellington! Oh! Oh, Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Yeah, we need Halloween-themed recipes on our gravestones.
0: (laughs)
2: Pizza! Pizza, but a yell.
0: Who who needs a recipe for pizza? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you need a recipe for the dough. Uh, most people. Yeah, for the dough, I and suppose, for the sauce. and the
1: sauce actually. Yeah, if you're making a yeah, good Matt. homemade pizza, your tombstone would have to be like twelve feet tall because there's so many steps. Yeah, mm-hmm. and what do you want on that?
0: Pepperoni tombstone? and cheese. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> This is the perfect joke, and we stumbled into it.
2: I've been been waiting to find a way to fit it in there since we started saying the word tombstone a lot.
0: (laughs) Is that why you said pizza, which was not a very good joke? No, it was literally the only one I could think of. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you don't have one, see?
0: What about... uh, Egg? Uh Uh-huh, here Mm -hmm. we go. Boodles, noodles with a boo
2: at the beginning. Huevos ranch ranch escaros. <laughs> yes, this is good That's
1: really what you want from a 2 cent recipe: is a white guy's Halloween themed <laughs> huevos <laughs> rancheros recipe. Eggs benedict. <laughs> I mean, <it's> just... <laughs> Ick, like I mean... a
0: spooky, yucky word. <laughs> It's an extremely white guy, Louisa, because he's a ghost, you see.
1: <laughs> oh, it's true. Ugh, oh, man.
0: Man, who are who's whiter than a ghost? You know what I mean, you guys? It's true. It's me. Man,
1: I love the trope of a, a good old ghost cowboy. That is a great thing to be. <clears throat> None of us will ever yeah. be that. It's a shame. Well, I don't know. Uh, we, we could, could uh, change die in lives. a Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah, just dress up as a cowboy
0: on your deathbed. <laughs> some people, some people <laughs> embrace Jesus on their deathbed. <laughs> Me, I'm going a different direction. <sighs> what it, you
2: have to become a cowboy after you get uh-huh. your terminal diagnosis.
1: Gotta get that mm-hmm. cowboy certification.
2: Yeah, and then just do yeah. a lot of sitting around, like sitting Whittling. straight up on a horse
1: chewing on a toothpick
2: hat down why? covering your eyes staring into why the do horizon, you need to do this uh so that you can become a cowboy ghost
0: couldn't you just dress up like a cowboy on your deathbed and then as a ghost tell everyone you're a cowboy no
2: because then you're gonna be a cowboy laying in a bed saying i'm a cowboy as the ghost thing you need to start doing <laughs> the cool things you want your ghost to be doing
0: I don't think that that's how ghosts work. I mean, I guess it depends want... on
2: whether it's a uh f- like a free floating like sentient spirit or if it's, you know, a kind of playback of your routine. Yeah.
1: I want to be the kind of ghost cowboy that chases the devil's herd across these endless skies. So I think Ooh, the only thing yes. I need to do is not change my ways today according to the song
2: but you do need to well, be a cowboy and go to cowboy uh, heaven true
1: and you may need to change
0: your ways into the ways that the devil wants you to change or doesn't want you to
1: change do you know what i mean I, yeah. if you're First chasing of all, the I need devil's to change herd my ways into being a cowboy that's yeah, definitely
2: true. number one for sure yes. uh, mm. is so if you're chasing the devil's herd are you working for the devil or against the devil
1: I'm thinking for the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on.
2: <laughs>
1: I think the implication is the devil has told you you won't have to do this anymore if you catch the herd, but you'll never catch the herd. You're in a Sisyphean bargain.
2: I see. Yep. Interesting. See, I was imagining you get to cowboy Valhalla by being an honorable cowboy, and then you, you ride get one to of these
1: infernal cows. In exactly. P- you get to... Okay ride the you get to ride the cow i mean if you catch it i'm assuming why not Oh, no, you get a That's skeletal a horse
0: about. god damn it have you guys managed to land on a bear in tears of the kingdom yet <laughs> yes No.
1: <laughs> that <was> so scary <laughs> uh,
0: i tried to
2: ride so. a water buffalo oh they don't yeah. like that at all no it didn't want it didn't even
0: bring up the prompt so i didn't continue trying I don't know if I would have been able to jump on a bear if I wasn't falling out of the sky already, and I saw a bear, and I was just like, I bet I could land on that bear, and then I did, (laughs) and then I had to tame it. But then I couldn't register it at a thing, which sucks. But did the guy
2: say, uh, that's not a horse, like a big dummy?
0: Um, I don't remember. I think I realized I wasn't going to be able to register it and I just abandoned it because it's quite hard to get it down from the mountains right. without it
1: running away. <laughs>
2: you were yeah. like, go go on, get out of here. Can't you see we don't watch you anymore?
1: <laughs> and then the bear yep. tries to kill you because they immediately try to kill you and they're so strong.
2: <laughs> you throw a rock at it and it rips your face off. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: It's one of them cocaine
0: bears, like from the movie. <laughs> I don't think bears need cocaine to want to rip your
1: face off. That's true. Uh, what were we're talking about cool tombstones, I like uh, Mel Blanc, so that's all, folks. That's pretty great. Aw, that's sad. It makes me sad.
0: That's good. I like the ones that are like, don't forget that you're going to die too. Yes. Like, but see, you're reading this, <clears throat> you're too close to death. <laughs> I love that commitment. Wait.
1: Like I was saying before. To, <laughs> yeah.
0: Hold they're... on. You need to slow down and acknowledge how great that thing I just came up with <laughs> off the top of my head was. The bumper sticker tombstone? I do like yes! that. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you can read this, my coffin fell off. Mm.
2: <laughs> if you can read this, you're too close to hell.
1: <laughs> That's what I said. You just
2: <laughs>
0: said the same joke I did. Yeah, I
2: forgot because I was looking up Mel Blanc's tombstone. I, missed <laughs> yeah.
0: I blanked out. <laughs> oh, see, this is the thing. That great joke you just did—I did it in the moment, without even a pause—and I want everyone to acknowledge it. Thank
2: you. Okay, Thank you. I the listener will it vindicate by... you. Yeah, it's true. Uh,
1: Jeff, I like that you talk about becoming obsessed with researching. Mel Blanc is blanking out.
2: <laughs> oh, that is crazy. damn it! I didn't even do that on purpose. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, Mel Blank did not even. He he died younger than Indiana Jones. Shit. Who canonically lives to at least 1992.
1: No, I don't like that. Is that when the new movie
2: is? No, he's in the young Indiana Jones Chronicles as a very old man in, like, the first season.
1: Do we have to accept that as canonical?
0: I don't know, Do I know think so. the young Indiana Jones Chronicles current part is set in the, the current day? Uh... Hmm. I don't... Does he, like, pull out a PlayStation 1 or something?
2: <laughs> I don't know for sure, but uh, I was reading the Wikipedia Wait. page for Indiana Jones, and the actor playing him was credited as 93-year-old Indiana Jones. Mm. And I did the math but... to figure out when he was born, and it was 1899,
1: so... Okay, because I was going to say, I thought they tried to time that show correctly so he was, like, a young man or a teen... Uh, during, like, the Egyptology craze, so, like, he was going and looking at pyramids and stuff.
2: Yeah, they have him fighting, uh, in the Belgian army in World War One. Damn. At one point. Did he meet Poirot? Yeah, uh,
0: that would be so was fun. Was he a Walloon or a Flemish? Did
2: you guys see the trailer for that new Poirot movie? Which one? Is it going to be another Yeah, it's another of Oh, the, the
1: Venice one, which seems yeah. to have nothing to do with the books. Why go off book
2: at it's, this point? It, it's it's because... an adaptation of the Halloween yes. party.
1: Yes, which takes whole... place in a small English village, <laughs> and the whole plot revolves around it being an English village where everyone knows each other. How do you set that in Venice with a bunch of strangers?
2: I saw the trailer, and the whole time I'm like, oh, this looks like a fun movie. And then at the end, Poirot like looks in a mirror, and I'm like, wait, is that... Kenneth Branagh as Poirot? Is this a Poirot? Are they introducing <laughs> ghosts into Poirot?
1: <laughs> oh my god. It'll be such a disaster.
2: I didn't see death on the Nile, but maybe
0: I'll catch up. Yeah, why
3: not?
1: Um, Because they're
0: bad. Enough champagne I mean, yeah, so bad. Many to fill the but Nile. There's so many David Suchet ones that are good.
2: I would love it if... Yes. if david Suchet had guested on the young indiana jones chronicles i wonder if that happened probably it didn't
1: (laughs) it would be great if it was true
2: but it seems like the type of thing that you could get to happen if you Mm -hmm. were a producer i mean it
0: couldn't be david Suchet though because he similarly is playing poirot when he's already an old man and remembers his time in the belgian army Mm -hmm. you know yeah
1: Uh, He would not like Indiana Jones, Puro Would not like
0: it. Oh, no. Just one
1: bit. I mean, honestly,
0: Hastings is basically Indiana Jones.
1: (laughs) Yeah. If he's more, like, worried about gentility.
0: Yes, that's true. Anyway. What are we talking about? uh, I don't know. Ask Jeff what he did this week. Yes. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, and so what I did, I will just say, it is so fun to go to a place like a ballpark where you know you're going to be eating crazy fried foods you would never make at home like fried Oreos. So,
3: yes,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, That
2: is good. Yeah. Jeff, what did you do? Uh, I went and saw Indiana Jones on the Dial of Destiny Ooh. Uh, Friday morning.
1: I saw um, ads for that, and it made me feel sad to see Harrison Ford yes. so old, but also being cool. Indiana Jones still. He
2: turns 81 this month. Uh, he is playing a 70-year-old Indiana Jones in the film in the year 1969. Nice. Mm,
3: nice. (laughs) Um,
2: the first, it's, so, all of the action is framed well. John Williams is credited with doing the music. I didn't know he was doing the music. I, it feels like maybe they just used
0: stuff, like, reused music or something? I thought he retired. Huh. Yeah, they probably have a shitload of stuff he wrote just laying around for the first several. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe he's credited, but he didn't really do any new stuff on it.
2: Yeah, but there was not like an a. There was someone who it was like an, a co credit in the like long credits, but the big one just said music by John Williams. So I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But this one was pretty good. Um. It was directed by James Mangold, who also directed another uh movie about an aging action hero's uh, uh Swan Song adventure with Logan.
0: Um <laughs> and, and Logan was better than I thought it was gonna be Yeah, it was like it was alright. I liked it. Yeah. Um
2: and spoilers for Logan I guess, uh it this one also has uh the main actor's head CGI'd to be younger. Oh, that no. It oh no. does not work as well as it does in Logan. Um yeah, they open on a flashback to 1945. Um oh. which makes sense for the plot that like it would be that year because they uh they managed to keep Nazis as the bad guy via Operation Paperclip. <laughs> um
0: okay, I, yeah, that makes sense. You need you need something like that, I think. Yeah,
2: so it's exactly like it's perfect. They have like The Nazi bad guy is uh, trying to, like, save the war effort as Berlin is falling and it's the end of the war. And then after he uh, helps them land on the moon, he's like, ah, now I can get back to getting the mystical artifacts I need to become King Nazi um or whatever it's
0: so weird to me that those indiana jones movies i know that magic being real has been pretty key to indiana jones the whole time yeah but in the early ones it felt like uh less important i guess i don't know like i realized that the very first one has a bunch of nazis have their face turned into paint and run off of their skulls by god magic yeah but it still feels like that one is much more rooted in archaeology than it is in literal wizardry. Whereas, yeah, um, the Crystal Skull and presumably this movie seem to be very like you're a wizard, Indiana Jones. So this one,
2: <laughs> you know, this one actually does feel like it returns to the archaeological roots. Um, oh, like great. I was looking up information about the artifact that is like the eponymous MacGuffin. And was like, oh, yeah, like they, the only thing they presumed is that someone would have been able to find that thing fully intact rather than uh, rusted to all hell. Mm -hmm. Um, But like the location they go to to get it, uh, like the kind of design of it even. uh, But it's, there's a fake out in the beginning in the, like, cgi harrison ford face uh 1945 flashback where Where he gets blown up by a nuclear
0: bomb (laughs) and he hides it in a fridge so that he won't get hurt uh
2: it seems like the 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 artifact is going to be the uh lance of longinus finally the one that we've always wanted it to be hitler's favorite uh biblical (laughs) christian mythology artifact um yes but then uh They go and get it, and it turns out to have been a fake. Uh, Uh. And then we get to Archimedes' Dial, the actual MacGuffin for the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's fun. Um, Worth seeing if you enjoy Indiana Jones movies. Uh, one mild spoiler for something that is established as having happened in the series between movies, uh, they just kind of offhandedly mention that Indiana Jones's son, Mutt Williams, uh, enlisted in the army, went to Vietnam, and died.
1: Oh, no. oh my god! So
2: Shia That's LaBeouf just big. died between movies. Wow! <laughs> yeah.
0: Really, re- like, Both it's... Choice. it's Weirdly, he died on his way back to his <laughs> home place. <laughs> That's what it felt like! <laughs> Yeah. They they don't mention
2: him by name. They do manage to make it Damn. like seemingly have an impact on the character we do like, Henry Walton mm-hmm. Jones Jr. Uh but What
1: about Marion? Is she evolved.
2: Um they ended up getting divorced because of Mutt's death. It like uh-huh. he she was more in grief about it than he was able to support as a husband. Um but Yeah, it's 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 an interesting little little detail to throw in there to kind of be like, I don't know, we fixed it, everyone. Um,
0: This one, (laughs) you guys all wanted this, (laughs) right? (laughs) Everyone at home, you did this by your roasting of this character (laughs) online. This one, this one felt less of
2: like a sort of, I mean, obviously, it is a nostalgia cash in. But it felt less of, like, less of one than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull did. It felt more like, here's another Indiana Jones adventure. Um, Mm. Like, the the time between, it wasn't like he only knows the same five people who all return for cameos. Um, He, you know, at one point he's like, oh yeah, I know a guy who can help us with the diving expedition. And they go meet, like, Mm. Antonio Banderas in Spain. And I was like, is that Antonio Banderas in this bit role in Indiana Jones 5? And it was.
0: Huh. It's just Jonathan Reese davies in his full uh, dwarf makeup from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he showed us up as the wrong nostalgic character. Exactly.
2: Yeah, they the, that's like the one they do. is like Sala comes and picks up Indy uh, and takes him to the airport at one point. He's, <laughs> he's an Uber driver now. Uh, he, he
0: is a taxi driver. I'm <laughs> which is somewhat distasteful. but He's like, yeah. hey, are you looking at me, Indiana Jones? Yeah, there's
2: only two people in here. You must be looking at me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: He's yeah. just very straight-faced, no swagger to it at all.
3: <laughs> <No>.
2: <laughs> Hello, are you looking at me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man.
2: Uh, anyway, uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial-, Dial of Destiny, pretty good if you would like to watch... 80-year-old Harrison Ford pretending to be 70-year-old Indiana Jones, who just, uh, sort of... Uh, what's, the, what's the word for kind of low-key? He, he low-key retires, and it's not a big deal from Hunter College <laughs> after spending a, several movies previously teaching at Princeton.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Uh, but...
1: Weird. Uh, so, a question for you. As someone who saw the first three movies multiple times... As a child and a young person, never saw the fourth one. Should yeah. I see the fifth one, and should I see the fourth one?
2: I say the fourth one is fully skippable, but if you are morbidly curious uh, about the full depths of it's the depravity, so stupid,
0: it's so stupid that I think you should watch it because of how unbelievable, <laughs> hmm, like, maybe. shockingly stupid it yeah. is. Uh,
2: all of the all of the action in this fifth one is framed much better, and they like. They went places to shoot
1: it. Okay, that's good. That's a good like, start.
2: It cost $285 million to make this movie. I think Damn. largely because they were doing on-location shoots with real stunts
0: and costumes. Nice. Um, but Does Harrison... Oh, sorry. Go no. ahead. Does Harrison Ford look as tired in this one as he did in the Star Wars movies that he was in recently?
2: It works because
0: <laughs> he would be tired because he's so old. Um, (laughs) It's really depressing, though, in the Star Wars movies, where you, like, spoilers for, uh... Force Awakens. Force Awakens. When he dies, you're like, oh, yeah, (laughs) like, good for him. (laughs) He's been wanting this Finally, he can rest. That whole (laughs) conversation,
2: I got the feeling that Han Solo was like, you can kill me, son. I know it's what Mm -hmm. you need to do for your evil boss. I'm so tired.
0: Please kill me. Please. (laughs)
2: Like, that's... I don't know if there's another way to read the scene, because he's like, I know what you can do what you have to do. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it works for for Indy. The only place it doesn't work is, like, I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford didn't have a body double for the whole flashback, so there's parts where Indy... For all the sex scenes? Yeah. (laughs) For all the sex scenes with Toby Jones. um, (laughs) No, there's just, like, there's a part where he's, like, walking normal, and I'm like, That is eighty-year-old Harrison Ford. I know what Harrison Ford walked like thirty
0: years ago, and it didn't look like that. He wasn't shambling. But is Toby Jones the Nazi scientist in this? Weirdly, not follow up. Oh, okay, good. I was going to say, is he just doing that in every movie now? He's he's
2: he's, uh, Indy's uh, best friend that we haven't met before,
0: uh, Basil Shaw. Um, okay i like that actually oh we have met him before have we Uh, played by a different actor but basil was in the
1: second movie oh interesting one of them i don't remember
0: it would
2: make sense that it was Um, a different actor because this one takes place more than 10 years after that one but
1: (laughs) i was gonna say he was in Kenneth brownhouse murder on the orient express but no he was not he played the same role Johnny Depp played in that movie in the BBC the version yeah. because mm-hmm. Toby Joes used to be a TV-level uh, celebrity, and now he's a movie-level celebrity.
0: Yeah. Um, Good for him.
1: Yeah. Good for him
0: playing a creepy guy and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I do feel bad about that. He's,
0: he's great, w-
2: though. Phoebe Waller-Bridge plays his, uh, his daughter, who has become an archeologist um, does Don't goes, know who that is. Uh, her f- name is Lara... Craft. Yeah, uh, she's Fleabag from Fleabag. Didn't see that.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I don't know how else to describe her. I haven't seen Fleabag yeah. either. But um, I've seen Fleabag, but I still can't describe her anymore. It's a good show. I and would. I. Would, I like when she uh, looks at the camera. Gets the hots. I like when she gets the hots for uh the that guy, the bad guy from Sherlock.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> when Moriarty is a hot priest or whatever. Yeah. I haven't watched Fleabag. He's, it's pretty good. Louisa, you would like it.
1: Yeah, um, so I hear. Maybe someday.
2: I would watch, genuinely, a whole series of movies or whatever about this new character that was introduced, because she was very fun. She had a little kid Let's sidekick who Tomb was Raider fun. <laughs> the Tomb Raider games are different. I want this, like, set in the 60s and 70s version. Hmm. Um, anyway, that's, uh, that's pretty much all I got, but I do also have an update on a previous news story if we want oh. to, uh, transition
3: slightly.
0: Yeah, so what we do on this show these days is we, uh, check in on some of the things that the news algorithms online think we would be interested in, we skip all the stuff that's important, and instead we talk about all the stuff that we find interesting that no one else would. hmm So Jeff, you got a follow up for from last week? Uh, I don't remember if it was last week, but I got
2: a news article here on MSN titled "Highly Sought After Two Million Dollar Lord of the Rings Magic the Gathering Card Pulled, Ending Months Long Hunt."
0: Oh, I heard about this on Friday. They authenticate So, like a little boy named Charlie Bucket. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: 30 people were like I found it here it is and all of them turned out to be fakes. Um, That's fucking
1: great. Then, that should be a movie. 30 people thought they were going to get one over on uh, the industry.
0: <laughs> I mean, everyone has been counterfeiting magic cards for a long time, but um the the one that is real was authenticated by a company that apparently exists to professionally authenticate yeah. trading cards. Price
1: Waterhouse? <laughs> Is that what
0: they do? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, um, and it's real, and so it's been found. And I'm nice. really surprised that Hasbro slash Wizards of the Coast allowed that news story to get out, because surely that means that people are going to stop buying these cards now, right? Well, the pr- no one cares anymore?
2: <laughs> the aftermarket prices have gone down. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. The price for a box of, of packs went down like 20% overnight, too. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, um, I
1: feel like it'll draw back in people who liked magic somewhat, just the publicity of this whole story. Be like, oh yeah, maybe I should get a, a set too.
0: I've genuinely heard a lot of people that I know who played magic when we were kids. Like when I think Magic Guards came out when I was 10 years old or something, so... A bunch of us dipped into it then, and then forgot about it, but I know a lot of nerds who are very into Lord of the Rings were like, "I guess I'll try playing magic cards again yeah. so yeah the the i p crossover was a very good strategic move for Hasbro, I think,
2: yeah, I saw a fun post that uh had that quote from lord of the rings that was like but he had deceived them and made a another ring in secret and then it was a picture of the the card but edited to be uh zero zero two out of zero zero one that's pretty pretty that's pretty fun (laughs) pretty good joke um but yep that's your that's your news update from msn on uh lord of the rings magic cards matt
0: you got anything for us so, my news story that I wanted to talk about that I read, I actually read it yesterday, but it just popped up again on my For You page, so it counts, mm-hmm. is um, a, a new breakthrough that they just came up with in computing called light-based computing or rainbow-based computing. Have you heard of this, Jeff?
2: I haven't, but I'm intrigued that this would come out uh, the first day after Pride Month.
0: Well, it actually came out yesterday, so it did come out yeah, during Prime. No, nope,
2: yesterday was July 1st.
0: Or two days. Sorry, two days ago. Mm. It came out on the 30th, <laughs> so it did count. Um, Is this what Microsoft... the Pink
1: Floyd album was about? Yep, okay. it turns
0: out they were prescient. Um, the, so Microsoft's like cutting-edge computing division just invented a computer that, instead of using two binary states on and off, uses different wavelengths of light um so instead of there being only two possibilities per bit there are now um four times four 20 possibilities per bit okay uh which obviously there are going to be hurdles to overcome to make it function with existing software but uh if they can make it work that would be friggin' insane (laughs) the amount of like the the evolutionary leap forward in computing would be crazy
1: Mm, yeah i feel like that's how computer breakthroughs always seem to happen like they try to people try to make something incrementally faster or more capacity or something for a very long time and then suddenly someone figures out a way to go in a different direction and it changes everything like instantly
0: yeah, yes, exactly. I think uh, Jeff and I were actually just talking about this like two weeks ago, about how it's wild that even the most advanced computers in the world right now exist on basically just binary systems of ones and zeros. Yeah. Um. And it seems like there's got to be a better way to do that. And now this person has figured that out. I know there's also quantum computing that is getting close to being viable, Um. but this seems less complicated than that because it's just... When it produces a signal, it can produce any of 20 different wavelengths of light that are distinct, and then the receiver can receive that data as a number between 0 and 19, basically. Hmm, okay. Pretty good. That's fascinating. I... Yep.
2: What is that? How many... That's, what, like, th- three... No, sorry, two... That's two and a half... Bytes per bit now, basically. Two and a half binary bytes for each rainbow bit. Um, I think that's right, because yes. a byte is eight bits.
0: Yeah, something like that. It's, it's right around... Yeah, but, but also I guess it would be multiplicative because each bit could interact with... No, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, somewhere around there. So it would easily... If every bit in your processor could suddenly be you know basically three times as efficient, that that would really blow the whole memory system out of mm-hmm. out of what people have expected for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, it sounds extremely cool to use like refracted light stuff.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, like obviously, it would be happening on a microscopic level yeah. where you wouldn't be able to see it. But also, a big problem with computers right now is that electricity travels at a certain speed through a conductor, and that's the fastest that it can go. Um, but light travels much faster than electricity. So oh, yeah, I
2: hadn't we'll
1: finally considered get that Tron cyberpunk uh, neon colored future we all want.
2: This would be. Yeah i hadn't considered that this would be uh like it would be essentially the end of the arms race for computing right if you can transmit a signal at light speed
0: it, the funniest thing about it is that it's mirroring something that happened like 10 years ago in audio cable technology where people kept on being like, ooh, well, now these are, you know, gold-plated. That makes it a better con- conductor. Oh, no, well, these ones are now palladium-plated or whatever. Um, but then somebody was like, wait, you know, if we used light instead of electricity through these cables, then you could just use plastic yeah, fiber optics. in the cable. And then it's fiber optics, and it works faster and cleaner than using the most expensive metals in the world. Pretty good. Um and that's basically what they're going to be doing here now. So in addition to this being way, way, way faster and more efficient, it would also be way cheaper because you could use much less rare materials because you're just transmitting light instead of electricity.
1: I love it. We're that's finally in the future. The good kind of future, not the bad one.
0: Yeah. So the the machine that they built is called the AIM or Analog Iterative Machine. I don't like that it's called what, that. Yeah, way to go, Microsoft, in naming your very cool future technology is something very stupid and boring. And also, basically, a term from, you know, 30 years ago on the internet <laughs> yeah. when people talked about instant messaging. It's also the
2: name of the super technology bad guys
0: in the Marvel universe.
2: Oh, is yeah, it? Yeah, they, well, builds, they build M.O.D.O.K.
0: Well, maybe that's where we're headed, but that's fine. As long <laughs> as Toby Jones plays M.O.D.O.K. <laughs>
2: no, he was the other one. The other big what head was- computer man.
0: <laughs> oh okay, well
2: I can't remember yeah, his name. Arman, was MODOK.
0: Zola. Oh yeah, Zola. <clears throat> Pat Oswalt was MODOK. In uh yeah, in that cartoon show. Yeah. It was Claymation. Was
2: it Claymation? I think it was CGI like robot chicken style.
0: Oh, uh, interesting. <laughs> that was probably good. I feel like I watched one episode of that. I should go back and try that again. Yeah, I heard it was fun. Anyway, I think that's very cool, um, and I love the idea that you've got Rainbow powered computers. That makes me happy. Nice. Alright. What do you
1: got, Louisa? Uh, I have a news story from Delaware Online that was picked for me and it is five things to know before you roll up to weed victory party in Delaware. Mm, What? And So, (laughs) this is the complicated thing. Delaware legalized recreational marijuana in April. In April. June, less than a month ago, there was supposed to be a party. The party update on this news story is it has been postponed due to that terrible thunderstorm, and it has not been <laughs> rescheduled yet. So, <laughs> there's that.
0: Oh, man. That's one thing to know for sure before you that... roll up to the weed party, is that don't get struck by lightning. I can't and
2: the thunderstorm the thunder harshed their vibes <laughs> like that. Uh
1: Yeah. yeah uh, it's... Um, it's... <laughs> I feel like with legislation, things always happen this way. Like, that passed in April, so you want to be like, hey, amazing, this is true now, this this thing has become legal. But no one can sell it for another 16 months after the law for some reason, and...
0: Yeah, you need to apply for your license or whatever. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and, like, it's decriminalized at the moment, but you could still get in trouble if you smoke it in public. Like, ugh. It's all, like, these layers of stuff. So it's never as cool as it sounds.
0: Yeah, they they legalized recreational marijuana in New Jersey three years ago now, I think. Mm -hmm. And I still have to drive an hour to get to the closest place that I can buy it at. That's why There's, like,
2: seven stores in the whole state
0: or something. Although I just, I see in my news stories, one of the news stories is that a local Mexican restaurant in Medford is switching over to being a... uh, weed dispensary so we'll see if that they should be both
1: they would make twice the money
0: i know right (laughs) show up and get a bunch of tacos and some weed (laughs) oh you got your whole night planned out. as
2: soon as somebody cracks the code on being able to have like weed at a hookah bar that serves food
0: Mm -hmm. they're
2: gonna be the the place to go
0: yeah i was thinking about how to get ahead of future trends in marijuana legalization and i think that the thing to do would be like a trendy cocktail bar that's that does weed infused cocktails i think yeah. that's that's the way if you want to be because like if you want to get people drunk right, yeah well right now i feel like weed legalization is very much in that like you know you can buy brown liquor or clear liquor <laughs> phase after <laughs> prohibition uh-uh. yeah. and And then for a while it was very boring alcohol before people started to get weird with it again. I feel like people are going to get weird with marijuana in like 10 years. Uh, And if you want to get ahead of that trend, you need to start coming up with recipes now. Yeah,
1: that's also a good move because you can say this cocktail, which would be $11 normally, it has a -hmm. a tiny little bit of THC in it. So now this cocktail is worth $25 and people would pay that shit because people are crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. I did make... um, a green dragon tincture this past week to experiment i i'm much more interested in experimenting with cooking with weed than i am with taking weed <laughs> um but have you guys heard of the green dragon tincture no, I've no not is this, this a
1: tincture you buy because i heard buying them is a good way to control exactly how much uh thc is in what you're dealing with you probably can buy
0: it, although I don't know if it's legal in yeah, New Jersey to sell it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I I made my own uh, using a recipe, okay. and it's basically just you decarb your weed, and then you soak it in high-proof alcohol to extract the THC and other chemicals from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get a little bottle of... Mostly weed and a little bit of alcohol, and then you like evaporate off the alcohol as much as you can. Um, but you can put drops of it in like a drink or uh, whatever. You can put it on sugar to infuse the sugar with THC. Mm-hmm. So
1: if you want your sugar mm-hmm. to really stink,
2: you have to. Uh, that's that was going to be my question. Does it change the flavor
0: or smell associated with marijuana? It is much less severe than if you just smoked it Mm -hmm. um it does have a little bit of a weed smell if you smell like right in the bottle Uh, and it tastes like weed smell but if you mix it in with something that is not very pronounced yeah
1: i bet if you put it in with an herbal liqueur like saint germain or something you could uh mitigate some of that taste yep that's cool
0: Uh, i also was oh sorry no no go on I was also. Well, I'm sort of changing the subject. So if you want to talk about weed some more, you can. No,
1: it's fine. Because after you do that, I want to get back to the five things to know. But okay, say this yes. thing first.
0: I was just going to say similarly, I was trying to anticipate trends in bars, like liquor stuff. And I think I mentioned this before, but I want to make ice cream cocktails that have an alcohol content. Uh-huh. And uh, I bet people would go crazy for it. If you could. If you could get a liquor license and open a place called the Ice Cream Bar, where you can get ice cream, <laughs> scoops of ice cream that have booze in them. Mm-hmm. Because unlike other cooking, you don't have to cook off the alcohol for ice cream. You but
1: know? if there's too much alcohol in ice cream, it will never set, is the problem.
0: Yeah, so it, each each scoop of ice cream has like a quarter of a shot of liquor in it. It's not enough to get you trashed, okay. but it it is... It does have that cocktail flavor. I think people would go crazy for it. I got all the stuff to make an old-fashioned ice cream this week, so I'm going to give nice. it a shot.
1: That's good. I, That's uh, got some
0: good uh, spicy flavors for an uh, ice cream. Yeah, I'm going to try to do a whiskey vanilla ice cream with orange zest and cherries in it. Mm. There's a um, a brand
2: of ice cream being advertised at my grocery store called Swizzled that, is, that has uh, an alcohol... Oh. Content and says and like mm. a twenty one plus restriction wow. so it's you're correct that this is the the next frontier Wave of the future, yeah.
0: yep, I feel like I'm pretty good at understanding the waves of the future in various areas, but not good at capitalizing on that because I don't want to open a bar or whatever, yeah,
1: that is the hard part, actually following through with all these weird yep. things, like uh not a lot of liquor stores, I don't think have freezers, so it'd be hard to mm. make sure you could get your ice cream into their freezers.
0: Yeah, I think rather than selling it through existing stores, you would have to basically open a bar.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: interesting.
0: I mean, yeah. in, so in Jersey, in for lottery. sure. What's that? In Jersey, yeah, for nothing.
2: sure, but I think, like, uh, you can get away with, like, premix- I think mm. you can sell premixed cocktails at, like, a regular grocer in uh, many states, including New York.
3: Mm yeah mm-hmm.
0: most states i think there's only like three states where you can't sell liquor in the grocery store and one of them is new jersey that's fucking weird yeah strange. well you
1: can't in delaware either or or pennsylvania yeah, so delaware's
0: just little new jersey and you know it <laughs> you ooh, can't in pennsylvania ooh, either
1: No, I'm just saying Matt's incredibly wrong because basically every state around here won't let you do that.
0: You can buy um, wine in the grocery store in Pennsylvania and Mm -hmm. beer.
1: No, you can't. You can buy it if the grocery store has a pub, which is a very weird and stupid rule. So every one of them has a counter with like three seats and fucking no one is ever sitting there drinking beer. But they have to have that so that they are allowed to sell the wine and beer.
0: Well... There you go. But you can, so that's what they should do. Uh,
1: Fine. Uh, So, the five things you need to know. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about them. First of all, here's here's just the opening line of this uh, article to set things up for you. Wait,
0: before you begin, you said this is in Delaware today?
1: Delaware Online.
0: Delaware Online. Okay, so we need to expect that this was written by, like, a... 60 year old person who's never seen weed
1: aha there's a picture of the author and he looks like a young man so
0: Ooh. Oh, Ooh, he's but is he eating is he eating nuggets of weed in his picture <laughs> does he
2: physically have <laughs> a cop badge in his pocket
3: mm.
1: no he doesn't but here's the thing the tone I think Matt's right about how the tone's gonna be because here's the first line Mary Jane and her boyfriend Reggie are on the guest list for Delaware's victory party to celebrate the legalization of recreational cannabis use in the state. Oh man, that's so bad that I kind of <laughs> love it. Didn't
2: uh, immediately gave up and just named the boyfriend <laughs> Reggie. Like what's so, a what's a real weed guy name?
0: Well, Reggie is another slang term for weed. Ah, oh, well,
1: well. Here's yes. the thing of the five things you need to know. Number five, Jeff needs to know this. Who is Reggie? <laughs> like the iconic Mary Jane, Reggie is also a pop culture reference related to marijuana. Reggie is slang for regular weed.
3: Yep. Huh.
1: <laughs>
2: I guess I, if I've seen that in print, so I assume that... The
0: cop, Jeff?
2: If I've seen that in print, I've assumed it was Reggie. Like regular. <laughs> and not like the like name Reggie. weed.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, for when you need to get real high for...
2: Uh, a Ziggy Marley
0: jam
1: concert. purposes,
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, like when you're when you go to the store to buy a single cigarette, it's called a Lucy, but it's not spelled L U C Y. Yeah. So I would never assume. uh...
0: But if you were going to write a uh, satirical political cartoon about it, you would name the character Lucy L U C Y. You know? Yeah. Maybe.
1: Lucy has been invited to the cigarette party at the Rite Aid.
2: Oh man, can mm-hmm. you imagine if? tobacco madness had been made in the 30s (laughs) instead of reefer madness
1: Uh, that'd be great uh so what should you expect from the weed celebration uh basically you're allowed to smoke outside because they're a technically a private property so there's that
0: where is this happening not in a park
1: a thousand acre farm in middletown which i've heard of before but i don't know anything about
0: wow it's huge too the poo lives yeah right (laughs) Good. That's both, both that's a thousand guys.
1: acre woods. <laughs> this is the farm, which is next to I think door, it's only a hundred
0: acre woods. A thousand acre woods is where Robin Hood
1: lives. <laughs> hmm. don't I don't think that's right. Same forest. It's the Sherwood Forest.
0: Yeah, I know. That's a thousand acres of Sherwood, man. <laughs> oh man, pure Sherwood gets <laughs> pure you so high. Sherwood. <laughs> oh my God, Sherwood is a great day for weed and shit. <laughs> This is another way in which I'm great at things that I can't capitalize on because I don't smoke enough weed to be able to be like, oh man, pass me that Sherwood. No, it has
2: to, it, I, weed strains have to have more embarrassing names or they don't get Mm. picked up. It has to be called like, uh, Fruity Pebbles or Cocksucker or something terrible.
0: What about Sherwood Florist? Is that anything? That that would be a good name for your dispensary. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I like that.
1: And you got a cool picture of uh the Errol Flynn uh Robin Hood, but he's smoking a huge doobie.
2: Yeah, he's mm. got he's got a big <laughs> joint and sunglasses and one of those floppy to, Jamaican like, hats.
1: <laughs>
0: you need to like deep fake a behind the scenes picture of him smoking a joint on the set of uh Robin Hood.
2: Yeah. Yeah, this is fine. I bet we can get mid-journey or uh ChatGPT to do that for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. ChatGPT, can you describe a picture of Harold <laughs> <him>
3: smoking
0: <please? laughs> <sighs> oh, man,
2: Yeah, that's not the one that generates images. I don't know. I wanted two, but I only do mid-Journey.
0: <laughs>
1: Is Dolly still uh, out? Yeah,
2: that's the other one. God damn it.
1: That's the one everyone enjoyed, because it did such a bad job.
0: Yep. All those fingers everywhere. Yep. <laughs> All of them do a bad job. Uh,
1: Listen, number three, why is this event 21 and older? Because it's only legal for people who are over the age of 21. Is it legal to smoke weed at this event? Yes, because it's private property and they say it, you can. Kay. And why is legal weed in Delaware important? Blah, 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 a bunch of stuff about uh, decriminalizing it and uh, y- making sure people who are arrested for it aren't... Uh, uh, penalized anymore etc., etc. et cetera the end that's the entire article oh
2: you're going to go to this weed party
1: so this uh unknown weed party that two weeks later still has no update about when it would be on well um, you got to
2: ask you got to ask someone cool
1: mary jane and reggie perhaps yeah you
2: got to ask mary jane and reggie be like hey <laughs> just see if you see someone on the street who has like five o'clock shadow and and maybe a hooded sweatshirt or one of those
0: mm-hmm. like Baja <laughs> Baja shirts is that what they're called? If you see someone wearing a bucket <laughs> hat f- exactly. with the Banfuba yeah. Stinks logo on go it to the... I
1: walk up to them and say excuse me citizen do you know where to go to the weed victory party? And they'll no. be sure to tell me right?
2: You gotta be more subtle you gotta say yeah. hey I heard there's a party at Reggie and Mary Jane's
0: <laughs> no you gotta go up to them and say hey i heard that there's a party at sherwood forest and then wink a lot
2: <laughs> yeah there's gonna be some merry men there mm-hmm. real merry
1: <laughs> and they're like yeah there is a gay bar downtown is that what you're asking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> um i have uh, on occasion ingested marijuana <gasps> oh no of... we
1: got him we got yeah. him folks we you got him it up to a admit baby. it
0: <laughs> but yep. did you inhale Um, the idea of doing it in a field with a bunch of strangers Mm -hmm. sounds miserable to me.
1: (laughs) Well, what if I were to tell you that there would be food trucks, a cash bar, raffles, giveaways, a bonfire, and more? What then? I will
0: say I've realized that my love of county fairs has waned so much, somewhat, as an adult. Mm -hmm. Like, I used to, even in my 20s, I used to like to go to county fairs and, like, eat a bunch of garbage food and like you know just dick around but the guilt i feel about eating terrible food now uh
1: has ruined it for me you know what would help with that
0: yeah if i had some weed i bet i could really enjoy a county fair
1: (laughs) this is essentially that it seems like
0: this is starting to sound pretty good actually
1: (laughs) all right yeah we'll find out when it's uh, actually gonna happen
2: yeah, you, yeah. Matt. You can go around uh, and just like hang around, maybe the the local pool hall, wait for mm-hmm. someone to come out and be like, yep. "Hey, do you know w- where Reggie's party is in Delaware?"
0: Mm-hmm. And then in Delaware, hey, will I'm seem fr- like
2: part of the the code, but it won't be, and they'll get confused.
0: I'm a friend of Winnie the Pooh, and <laughs> I'm looking for the Hundred Acre Wood.
2: Mm-hmm. Wink. Yeah. I've got a hundred acres in my back and it's a chronic condition <laughs>
1: <laughs> need some of that little John if you know what I'm saying <laughs> oh, <that's good>. yes. <laughs> yes yes you could absolutely name uh, weed strains after all the merry men Friar mm-hmm. Tuck, Will Scarlet all these are awesome yeah.
0: Friar Tuck uh, spelled don't do that. F-R-Y-E-R don't smoke, that th- don't smoke that that's Alan Dale. <laughs> I don't know and any more of the merry the men,, yeah. mm-hmm. and then if a cop comes up, you could call them uh the Prince John, is he the bad king King John yeah Prince Prince John, King Richard, oh yeah, sheriff of Nottingham makes more yeah. sense, but. King John is the bad one, right? Yes. In that story? Yes. Uh, and Richard Richard is the good one? King, king Richard is off
2: fighting in the Crusades and Prince John, yes. his bad son, rules. Yeah, so yes.
1: when you say the good one, first of all, John is his brother and that's why it's more, Whatever. like, weasley. <laughs> it's important because it's not like John... It was probably his brother
2: and his son. ...should
1: be <laughs> king. This isn't Game of Thrones.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's worse. It's 12th century <laughs>
3: England. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, uh, participating in the Crusades, uh, we don't know if we can really call Richard the good one after that, right?
0: Good through the lens of Robin Hood's eyes. Mm.
1: Oh, man, one of
2: them is named Reynolds Greyleaf. Greenleaf. Greenleaf. Oh. Greenleaf.
0: Damn. Greenleaf, okay. I was gonna say, Greyleaf does not sound like good weed. You should not smoke Greyleaf. Yeah,
2: Reynold Greenleaf absolutely Fuck. is a wheat strain. Yeah. The
0: cook, the tinker, great. Yep get a little bit fryer tuck did we already do that yeah. one
1: i did say it but i didn't have any good angle on it except that tuck is like food and it makes you want to eat but
0: i was thinking yeah. fryer fryer be... toke <gasps> fryer toke. Good. it's got to be fryer toke yes i was thinking fryer
2: could just be spelled f-r-y-e-r <laughs> that's only if you want to buy
0: and then make make your own tater tots <laughs> yes yeah.
2: the three yeomen that would be a great name for a strain of weed mm. We're we're doing it. We're fixing the industry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is what was missing from weed. Yeah. This is why
2: no one likes weed yet, because we hadn't done <laughs> We this. need to fix mushrooms next, because they all have strains like penis envy, and it sucks. Oh, no.
1: Should, should they be Lord of the Rings characters? I'm thinking of Tom Bombadil. The mushrooms? Yeah. I'm thinking Ooh, of Tom B- yeah. Bombadil. yeah, get a little
2: bit of that Tom Bombadil and start seeing shapes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just don't,
0: Whatever you do, don't go into Smeagol. <laughs>
1: that's definitely already true right people are already naming weed chains bilbo baggins and stuff right
0: oh man i took too many mushrooms last night and i got a little radigast the brown if you know what i mean <laughs> gross uh,
2: yeah i could see there being uh a rapper who's also a nerd that talk that uses bilbo baggins as slang oh, for you're drugs
0: ta- you're just talking about um uh what is his name oh fuck uh, <laughs> I don't know how to help no you. I have no idea what you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh I'll I'll think of it in 30 seconds. Keep talking.
2: Gilbert Whitehand, that's a that's maybe mm. the worst yet, but still better. Anyway,
0: uh there's a lot of merry <laughs> men. Post Malone, Post Malone. What? Post Malone. Post Malone. Oh. I'm talking about Post Malone.
1: Okay, I guess. Is he does he rap?
0: Post, Post Malone. Yeah, isn't he a rapper? I don't know. Is I thought he thing? singed. Well, it's a it's a hazy area. A hazy Shade yeah. of Winter would be a great name mm-hmm. for a strain of weed. Oh, yeah, yes, that's true. Now you're just talking about naming weeds <laughs> yeah, after uh, Paul Simon songs, and I'm sure somebody's already done that. Yeah, probably Paul <laughs> Simon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I keep Side seeing
2: ads for ads for legal weed that are from the Cheech and Chong brand. That are like, oh, Cheech yes, and Chong's favorite time plant time is now legal. And I'll, it always, like, I don't have any specific affection for Cheech and Chong, but it always warms my heart a little to see those ads. Makes,
1: makes me sad that they made a fucking example of uh, uh, a Tommy, Tommy Chong. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. I hate that they did that and now they're like, ha, we're cool again about weed and stuff. No, you're not. Fuck you. Yeah, it's true.
2: But it's nice that he ended up on the winning side eventually just wish it
0: hadn't taken so long
3: yeah.
1: uh do we cover everyone's topics or are we missing somebody
0: no we still haven't talked about jeff's mm-hmm. but i'm what? also still thinking about mine
2: was the oh, magic d- card
0: oh you okay i thought okay All Right. so your your thing was a follow-up from my thing from last week right
2: but it's because i had an article about it in my recommended articles okay. fair enough
0: fair enough yeah um, cool weed names. I'm mostly just trying to think about more Paul Simon song names that could be good weed terms. Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Pretty good. Parsley Sage Rosemary and Time has to be something, right?
1: <laughs> I mean technically that song's called Scarborough Fair.
0: That's
2: true I mean enough. you smoke enough of that Scarborough Fair and you can call me Al. <laughs> <laughs> mother oh, and really child good. reunion yeah something <laughs>
1: yeah something yeah no that's good
0: smoke yeah. a little bit of that mrs robinson 39th street bridge somehow is that the name of that know. song i do <laughs> some number of street bridge you guys know this song no right? i don't yes you do the one that's like hey there lamppost how's <laughs> it going I come to watch your flowers growing. You know that song.
1: Feeling groovy? Was that even them? Yeah.
0: That was, I mean, I don't know if they did the original, but they did that song, and it's called the something 49th Street Bridge or something like that. <clears throat> but I it know. wasn't
1: called Feeling Groovy You're saying is what you're telling me As I'm looking yes. it up to, try Even to prove though you l- Shit
0: you're right Even though the line is Feeling Groovy The name of the song is the something Ninth street the bridge
1: The 59th street bridge 59th. song Parenthetical Feeling Groovy Okay
0: Yes mm. Okay Anyway I
2: had to uh... Cause
0: Feeling Groovy is a good name for a weed strain
1: You have to admit that I think
2: Kodachrome yes. is the best of all though
0: Ooh, Ooh yeah that is good
2: uh, Yeah
0: Mama, don't you take my codachrome. Yeah. You gotta codach You wanna no. make a
2: little extra money, you gotta hoop a uh, uh ounce of codachrome over the border for me.
1: <laughs> Imagine someone doing that with just one ounce of weed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you know it's legal here, right? You could buy an ounce for like $80? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's a sex thing to, for, for <laughs> me to have you boof the weed.
0: Yeah. No, I want this weed because it's been in someone's butt. Yeah, it's like that coffee that the cats poop out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, well thanks everyone for listening to our show. If you liked it, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, and please tell your friends about the show so that we can continue to grow. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at HackTheNetPod. Or you can join our Discord to talk to us directly, and then we can uh, chat about the news stories that we've covered over the past week. Uh, If you want to do that, you can just message one of us on Mastodon. I'm at MattHeron at Mastodon.online.
2: I'm, uh, actually, I just joined Blue Sky, JJK, on the one main instance, if you want to follow me there.
0: Um, I tried to sign up for it, and they are not accepting new members, even if you have an invitation right now. Yeah, they
2: had to close down uh, sign-ups yesterday, because Twitter did two completely asinine, site-breaking things in the same day, which is, they made it so you have to log in to view posts at all, and then they made it so you can only view 600 posts a day. Uh,
0: And then after that, Elon Musk was like, uh, I did that to prevent scammers yeah (laughs) like yeah sure you did but i saw
2: someone's theory that it was like after they made it so you couldn't uh get the uh posts it wouldn't actually stop things from making api calls and then he looked Mm. at the api calls getting rejected and was like must be a bunch of bots Mm. uh and then instituted the rate limiting because he's stupid um yep he doesn't know things yeah but
1: i saw a good theory that uh they had so much trouble last month and then it rolled around to the first of july and they hadn't paid their uh (laughs) fees for storage and things and that's why it all broke and i can totally believe that too
2: they didn't pay their cable bill (laughs) uh anyway apparently
1: they they stopped paying
0: for their um hosting on google cloud where they have all of the programs that prevent uh like child pornography from being posted on twitter so that's pretty wild that they were just like we don't need that anymore Mm -hmm. depressing anyway Mm
2: -hmm. uh that's the home for all news jeff and by all news i mean and whenever i remember that i have it
1: all right you can talk to me on mastodon at louisa at mastodon.xyz
0: Alright, well thanks everyone for listening to the show, and if you want to, uh, no, I already did that part. Instead, you should come back next week. If you want to, mm-hmm. you should come back next week. In the meantime, though, please don't forget to keep your pockets on Shrek. Don't read the comments.
1: Yeah, I'm the best
3: around!
0: Keep your pockets on Shrek is a good weed thing, too, <laughs> huh? It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep your pockets on shrek is a good weed thing too huh? <laughs> it is yeah yeah <laughs> just keep keep your pockets full of full weed of that and green full of that shrek Yep. yeah, yeah.